missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. There is a website out there. It doesn't matter what it is. You can get there by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to find out more about the science that they use, Shaw, to determine the most hated bands of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, some science and some math. What they kind of did was they went to... Uh, a bunch of different um, articles and, and Reddit threads about, uh, you know, what bands you hate. Um, and then, you know, try to tally up the number of times bands would pop up and things like that. Um, message boards, articles mm-hmm. uh, came up with the bottom 21. We're going to focus on the uh, bottom five here, Shaw. There okay. are there are some bands on here that, uh, again, very subjective music. Anything in life is subjective, right? Uh, you know, one person could say, I don't like macaroni sure, and cheese. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell's wrong with you, right? right. It's Greatest delicious. food of all time. Right. It's one of the best things of all time. So, but uh, music, similar uh, and a little bit more divisive sometimes. Uh, and this band certainly would make my list of the most hated bands. This is one of those bands that I know who they are. I know what they sound like, but I couldn't tell you what the name of any other songs are. I have no idea. I kind of got the hook of one of them. Uh, in my head every once in a while, but I couldn't tell you anything else about the Mumfords. I know diddly poo about Mumfords. There's some sons, there's a mandolin or a banjo or something, and they got that really undeniably uh, unique sound, I guess. That's mm-hmm. that it's certainly their brand, but I, yeah, I don't like them. I don't like them, Shaw. I couldn't tell you any other songs, though. No, I can't I, either. The Mumfords. This is apparently I Will Wait. Not the worst thing I've heard. It's kind of like the Legionnaires. It's kind of that same vibe. But they're number five on the most hated bands of all time, according to uh, some hashtags. All science. time? Okay. Yeah. All time, right. Yeah. I mean, mo- and by the way, it's mostly all rock bands on here. There's not a lot of like rap artists or anything on here. It's mostly just rock bands. But the Mumfords uh, come in at number five. Number number four on the list, Shaw. Kind of surprising, seeing as though they're one of the biggest bands in the world. But I think the lead singer really does them a disservice at times because he's kind of a smug dude. And after the Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum, there were some questionable Mm -hmm. choices made. Then they put their whole album on your iPhone without your permission. I know a lot of people very upset about that. But you two come in at number four on the list of the most hated bands of all time. I don't know, man. Give me some Wither Without You or Streets oh, Have yeah. No Name. Absolutely. I mean, those are some jams. I'm with you. Not a band that I choose to listen to on a regular basis. I'm not going out and buying their CDs. I I would go see them in concert, though. I'm sure it would be a great show. But U2, number four on the list of the most hated bands of all time. The uh, top three should uh, come as no surprise to anybody who's in the top three, Shaw. But uh, for some reason, they, they did them this way. You could take any one of these three and move them around sure. and I don't think anybody would disagree but uh, this band comes in at number three weird voice a lot of Jesus stuff going on um, but without Creed we wouldn't have Creed shreds mm-hmm. and those are some of the best videos of all time Shaw Bird. it's kind of like the crash test dummies yeah, guy news today and everybody imitates the voice by singing in a funny way when they do Creed for a while there, I was doing karaoke. I was running karaoke at a bar in Manchester, New Hampshire, and everybody was singing Creed songs. And I'm just like, man, is it? what is it with the Creeds? It's because everybody wants to imitate the voice. Right. It's unique. My friends with arms wide open. Yeah, I just, uh, and again, you could take Creed and you could move them from three to two. Yeah, it doesn't. These are where you just shuffle them around. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't really matter. This band I like. I disagree with this. This is a band that I I enjoy listening to. And I tell you what, when they rocked at, uh, when they were at Rockfest several summers ago, they, they, they burned that place to the ground, man. It was awesome. But it's easy to understand why Limp Bizkit would be one of the most hated bands of all time. I think a lot of people don't give them enough credit for what they did for the music scene. With Corn and Limp Bizkit and Papa Roach and all these other, you know, new metal bands that came out in the late 90s. But uh, Biscuit at number two, Shaw. Limp Bizkit of the most hated bands of all time, according to Hashtag Science. Fred Durst probably I, plays a lot. I was going to say, was just gonna... a lot of people don't like him particularly. I think it tends to be the front guy sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like the front man for a band, then you're you probably not going to appreciate the bands. 
And uh, anybody want to yeah, guess? I, I knew this was going Nickelback. Oh, yeah. come on now! All you got to do is hear that first guitar string, and you just know you're going to hate this. Don't hate Nickelback, though. I don't. One song ruined their career. One song. If they had never made this song, I don't think they would have been a bad band. I think people would have just been like, okay, whatever. Nickelback. I really don't. I'll take Nickelback over Theory of a Dead Man any day. I can't stand Theory of a Dead Man. Nice dudes picked them up from the airport. Super nice guys, but their music just doesn't do it for me. And this song, I think, is what got people to hate them, Sean. Parody that they did, though, for Apple or whatever, for storing your photos is awesome. Is it his hair? Is it the. I don't. It was just always on, it seems like. You know, it was easy to get tired of it quickly, this song. Yeah. What's funny is I actually watched the video for this song the, the other day when I was writing this article for our website. If mm-hmm. you want to read it, it's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And I, I, I guess I never really paid attention to the lyrics, but as I'm watching the video and I'm uh-huh. listening to the song, there's a part where he talks about going to his old high school right in the first verse, actually. Uh, and he says, criminal record says I broke in twice. And I'm like, Chad Kroger has a criminal record? <laughs> Wait a minute. It made me feel really weird. Like, what else is on there? Did you steal some baked goods from the <laughs> from the PTA sale or something like that? Like, oh, you're such a ruffian, Chad Kroger. But uh, Nickelback, no surprise, most hated band of all time, according to some hashtag science. Some of the other bands, by the way, and artists that made the list, Shaw, Bob Dylan. All right, a lot of people yeah. don't like his voice, understandably. Uh-huh. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, no big surprise. Mm-hmm. Metallica on the list at really? 14. They're very divisive. Yeah. The, you know, yeah. they're just huge, you know. You and when you music, get to you that, can't have our music. I mean, Kiss is on the list, too. They're number nine. They're they're in the top 10 or the bottom 10. Nirvana, Rush, Pearl Jam. I mean, you get some stuff like Spin Doctors and, and Oasis in there. But, uh, yeah, it's, again, you go to message boards, you tally up how many times people mention Metallica or Green Day or whatever, and you come out with some science and Nickelback still. Most hated band of all time. No big surprise there. Check out the lists on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the Morning Sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Good morning, everyone, and a big welcome back. Breakfast is served. What is that? It's margarita. Ooh, is that what they're serving for breakfast? Ah. Here, have a margarita. And what's in that? Tequila, Cointreau, lime juice, ice, kosher salt. I don't I don't start drinking this early. Hey, it's got to be five somewhere, right? <laughs> it's National Margarita Day today. It's showtime. Margarita Day, Shaw. This is you. This is all you, Love Shaw. Love me a margarita. Fact or bullcrap? Margarita edition on National Margarita Day. You ready? I guess. Haven't thought about it much. I just know I like it. But. According to the International Bartenders Association... The official recipe for a margarita yes. is only three ingredients. Is that fact or bullcrap? Well, if you're not counting the ice and salt, then yes, that's fact. Hoo-ah! Lots of recipes out there, but the IBAs is just tequila, mm-hmm. triple sec, lime juice, true. Yep. and uh, salt optional. So there you go, Shaw. You got that one right. You're one for one. Question number two. Margarita edition of fact or bullcrap on National Margarita Day. The word margarita means daisy. In Spanish, Daisy Fuentes. Daisy. Does it mean Daisy? Is that fact or bullcrap? I believe that is fact. Oh. It does? Before margaritas, mm-hmm. there was a similar drink made called the brandy, Daisy that's made with brandy right. instead of the... Look at you. You're freaking genius. Oh, well. Gained traction in the U.S. in the 30s after a lot of Americans vacation in Mexico during Prohibition, and now they're called margaritas. Look at this guy go. Hmm. On fire right now. <laughs> If we did booze-related factor bullcraps, you would score highly. I would be doing well, yes. Factor bullcrap margarita edition on National Margarita Day. A survey out last month found that margaritas are the most ordered cocktail in the world. Is that factor bullcrap? Ooh, boy. Most ordered cocktail in the world. Um, They're certainly popular. Let's let's say fact. They're in the top five, but they're not number one. Old fashioned is number one. Which is seems it really? weird because it seems so local to the Midwest, but doesn't seem worldly. You uh, know? Negronis, I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's got uh, daiquiris, yeah. dry martinis, and then margaritas in, in fifth place, Shaw. <laughs> so they're in the top five, but not number one. Not number one. Factor Bullcrap Margarita Edition on National Margarita Day. The Texas State Fair sold deep fried margaritas before. Yes. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I think I've heard that. Yeah, let's Hoo-ah. say fact. 
Debuted in 2012. They mix it in funnel cake batter, fry it, mm-hmm. soak it in more margarita, and then <laughs> serve it in a salt-rimmed glass. Nice. Uh, Welcome to the fair. Yep. Why isn't it on a stick? Last one, Shaw. Let's finish strong here. Margarita edition of Factor Bullcrap on National Margarita Day. The world record for the mm. largest margarita ever made was over 10,000 gallons. Is that Factor Bullcrap? That seems like a lot, doesn't it? Um, let's say bullcrap. Uh, 10,499 gallons. A Margaritaville restaurant in California did it back in 2012. They used 4,650 <laughs> bottles of Cuervo Gold tequila. Oh over 8,000 gallons of margarita mix, 50 gallons of lime mix, and 20 oh. gallons of Cointreau liqueur. It was enough to make about 134,000 drinks. Wow. That's a lot, Shaw. Don't use the mix, by the way. No, Shaw. Be a purist. Just a bunch of sugar is all that is. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Right? I mean, when you're only working that with that many ingredients, uh-huh. it makes Three it simple. Don't make it harder half, than it is. One and a half, yeah. right, you Shaw? Go. You got, got the recipe on the wall right you over here. You did pretty good, Shaw. You got three out of five. I'll go celebrate with a margarita. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. You have trouble remembering names? Yes. Yeah. Brutal. I'm the worst. I am the, and I, I've gotten to a point now in my life. You where just I, say I forgot your name. I, that's, I don't even try to lie anymore. Right. I just say, look, I am bad at remembering names. I'm sure we met in a bar when I was drinking and that affected my ability to remember who you are. Just tell me who you are. Cause I'm not going to remember. I used to try all the tricks, Shaw. Uh-huh. Say their name several times right. over and over and over again when Do you're first talking to them. Try to associate it with something, yep. whether yep. it's their hair or where they're from. Like, hey, you're Gene from Georgia, or uh-huh. what, you know what I mean? Or like, good tricks. Becky with the long hair, whatever. You know what I mean? Like some kind of weird trick, or uh, you know, maybe ask for a business card. Um, hold on while I take your picture and put it in my phone right. <laughs> with your name on it, so I know who you are. But I'm just, I'm so bad at it, and and I don't even try to, and. It, you know, I feel bad. It's not that I don't, but I just, I, I am really bad. Well, you at meet a lot names. of people. I mean, let's be honest. And that's, you know, and I try to tell people that like, look, man, I, in a, in a year, in a normal year without COVID, I, I could go probably thousand people. I could meet a thousand, you know, you go to a concert, you know, like you, Hey, we listen all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Who the hell are you? You know, like, I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. It's not a, it's not a personal thing, but uh, apparently there's a new website out there, Shaw, that can help you remember people's names, but you have to like know a little bit about them mm. uh you have to know the first letter of their name and what decade they were born in uh oh it's called flowingdata.com and what it does is you put in the first letter of their name and the decade they were born in or you assume and what it does is it spits out the 20 most common names for people that were born in that decade um so that way you've got a chance at maybe uh remembering so i've got to narrow are. it down from there yeah so, uh, okay but uh yeah there's there's no shortage of tricks out there but uh again Saying their name repeatedly when you first meet them uh, is the first trick that mm-hmm. I learned, and that didn't work because then you're just the weird guy who's like, "Hi, Scott Robert Shaw. How are you, Scott Robert Shaw? It's been a long time since Scott I've seen Robert you, Scott Shaw. Robert Shaw. Right, right. What are you doing later today, Scott Robert Shaw? You know what I mean? Like, sure, it might work, but then you're like the weird dude who, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm just gonna go now, and I don't need you saying my name eight million times. Uh, the association game, you know, mm-hmm. I guess it could be successful, but you gotta like learn more information about them. Business cards, though, uh, back in the day were, were a good one. Uh-huh. Get their business card. Yeah, but I'm just, nothing works for me, man. Nothing. It's, it's easier to remember nicknames, I think, than, than actual names. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the people that we've nicknamed here on the show, Jimmy uh-huh. the Roller. Right. You know what I mean? All these people, Smoking Joe. Uh, you know, I can meet that guy 20 years from now, and I'll remember, hey, Smoking Joe. Of course, he's got a unique sound to his voice and, and a unique look, so that helps as well, but... Uh, yeah, nicknames are always uh, easier to remember than actual names. Plus, like, how many, you know, Stacys do you know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, if I go on my Facebook page and I look up all the Stacys that I'm quote-unquote friends with, it's, like, ridiculous. Or Mikes, you know? How many Mikes can I know? Okay, you're Mike. Okay, cool. You're one of the thousand Mikes that I've met in my life. It's hard to remember. So I'm going to call you Juice instead. Juice, yeah. See, you remember From that, the state room, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you remember Juice. Never forget the juice, mm-hmm. especially when it's fresh squeezed. <laughs> what? <He's... laughs> I really appreciates that. I'm sure he's getting his pump on right now. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Oh!
You got millennials, right, Shaw? One of your kids, two of them? I don't know. What what 80, age? 81 to 96. 22 to the 38. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Adam. Hannah and Jack. I got a 27-year-old. Uh, yes, think. yes. So there's two of them. Okay, thank you. Jack and, and Adam <laughs> yeah. are in that range. Yeah. Hannah is not 22. Yeah, she is 24. You got three then. Okay. You got all of them. All right. Yeah, that's, I don't know. And that's not a hard number. That's Yeah, that's just sort of a realm if you will, uh, ages 22 to 38 years old. 38 doesn't sound like a millennial. No. You know what I mean? That sounds like bags. The millennials are getting old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here are some of the best things about being a millennial, Shaw, according to a new survey. Uh, they're not shy about saying they're the best generation, Shaw, and here's some of the best things okay. uh, about being a millennial, according to millennials. Uh, that stack of unpaid student loans makes for a great <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> great coffee. You might as well burn them because right. Biden's gonna. No one's gonna have to pay back their loans. You know, you can just uh-huh. get to take money and not return it. That's what's gonna happen. How great! How great that must be. Uh, best things about being a millennial, Shaw. You recognize almost thirteen percent of the bands playing Coachella. <laughs> Dude, there was a sketch on SNL this past week. Did either of you watch it? I no, saw I, it. I did the that. pool table one. Yeah. So I had no idea. Dude, what was going I know. On. I knew I, it as soon as I saw it. I was like, like, Brian's not gonna have any idea what that's and all I, about. And I, it's some some actress or singer, and it's some terrible song about it's, her boyfriend. Not, I don't first know. of all, I, it's not terrible. It sounds awful. It's <laughs> terrible, uh-uh. and it, and I get the juxtaposition of the of the men at a bar singing, and but it's yes. it's like me and you singing Small Town Girl, Shaw. You know what I mean? Like. What do we know about small town girls? Right. You know, very little. I had no idea what was going on. I in that knew sketch. that. I just saw it and I'm like, Brian's going to be baffled. I knew <laughs> so it. Dumb. I, so yeah, dumb. Not, it was so bad. Uh, best things about being a millennial, Shaw. It's not embarrassing to shop at a thrift store like it was for your parents. <laughs> no, it's cool. Actually, they do that proudly. Yeah. It's vintage. Mm-hmm. It's, I got this Good. for $3. Yeah, oh, use it again. Great. Buy it. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The problem is, is that stores and, and you know, uh, designers are selling shirts that are Meant to be vintage, but cost a lot more. Right. Uh, some of the best things about being a millennial, Shaw, you can tweet and Instagram about your Snapchat streak with a Facebook friend. <laughs> Millennials don't use Facebook. I get tripped up on that all the time. Come on now. They don't use the Facebook. I said, Hannah, I saw your Facebook post. She goes, Dad, that was a Snapchat. I'm like, uh, okay. Dad. People never ask what's on your Spotify playlist since they know it's Florence and the Machine. It's a generational thing. You get to feel like you're adulting just for making your own dental appointment. Mm-hmm. Things that your mom just did. Oh, I adulted today. I deserve mimosas because I made an appointment. (laughs) Best things about being a millennial, show a few more. Your peers think you're intellectual when you drop an appropriately timed SpongeBob quote. Well, that's true. There's a place for that. There is a place for that. That's what she said. Uh, You're not afraid to eat food out of a truck. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard of a roach coach? Whole different truck food experience, man. Not familiar. You don't know what a roach coach is? Uh-uh. Oh man, it's a construction job, and the, the it's like a pickup truck with a like a, with a food thing on the back, and they show up at the job site, and they got oh, sandwiches. Feed the workers. And, okay, yeah, got it. That's a roach coach. Whole different food truck experience. Shaw. Uh, a couple more of the uh, top reasons or best things uh, about being a millennial. Uh, you own a different color Apple Watch band for every day of the week. <laughs> Got to get all the colors, Shaw. I'm feeling blue today. When Gen Z calls you old, you can just tell them they're canceled for age shaming. You can't (laughs) age shame me, you old person. Mm -hmm. Experts agree there's nothing better for your mental health than spending every waking second seeking validation. Mm. (laughs) I don't think so. Sounds like a millennial. And uh, best things about being a millennial, Shaw, last one. Good things. You have a lucrative side hustle teaching boomers how to send an email. (laughs) There might be a market for that. Used to be your grandkids would show up and program the VCR. Now it's, this is how you send an email. Who wants to open a PDF? My mom is so excited because she got the kids' cell phone numbers and she can call them direct now. I'm going to call the girls later this week. Don't tell them. They don't like like phone calls, Grandma. Man, that's all my mom's got. I'm not taking taking that away. You answer the phone when your grandmother calls. That's what I said to them. Don't you ever let that ring. There you go. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I I knew it. As soon as I saw it, I was dying laughing. And I'm like, Brian's going to be baffled. I figured out I we my wife and I tried to watch Bridgerton. It just does it's it's not dumb. for you. No, and whatever. I know it's very popular, mm-hmm. and, but like we we watched the first episode, and I was like, nope, this is not going to be something I'm going to be into. So mm-hmm. I just stopped. I don't know if she picked it up, but that was the host, the guy. I had no idea who he was <laughs> on uh, SNL last weekend. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right. 
you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You guys, this is my day. National Tortilla Chip Day today. A crunchy, salty, and delicious tortilla chip. I just keep eating and I don't eat my food. I don't know if you have the same problem. Yeah, sometimes you go to that Mexican restaurant, they bring out those tortilla chips along with some salsa, and next thing you know, you're like, I can't even eat half of this burrito. (laughs) Would you like more chips? Yes, I'm fat. Bring them. (laughs) Bring them all (laughs) to me. (laughs) uh, By the way, we went to Las Margaritas, the new location uh, in the old Hardee's there by the village. Chips are all warm and delicious. Oh, man. Man. Just bring more that. salsa because this warm little chips, dish isn't enough dude, here. Dude, it's just a little thing that they do, and I'm not saying they're the only ones who do it, but when we went there, it was just one of those little things that stands out. The chips are warm. For some reason, they taste better like that. It was just phenomenal. But uh, today is National Tortilla Chip Day, and according to some recent Google search trends and data, okay. what is our favorite type of dip here in America? Salsa. Salsa number one. Yeah, no big surprise. Salsa is number one. It took the most states with 18 overall states, including Minnesota and Iowa. Want to take a stab at number two? Shouldn't be that hard to figure out. Ranch. French no. onion. No. They're both in Guacamole. there. Guacamole. There you go. Guacamole, number two, 15 states, including Illinois. Queso was Queso. third. Queso, I was just going to say. You're yeah, on a you roll a, here. If you're going down the line, you've got to. Yeah. Uh, so next. Salsa, number one. Guacamole, number two. two queso, queso, number three, three with six states. Ranch and buffalo chicken dip both won three states. Artichoke dip uh, took two states. Mm. And if you want some really damn good artichoke dip, go to the uh, Buzzer Billy's or Starlight Starlight Lounge. Lounge. Oh, man. Man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, (laughs) So good. And then you've got French onion dip, crab dip. Don't sleep on warm crab dip, man. It is friggin' good. And then beer cheese dip. Uh, Of course, number one here in Wisconsin, beer cheese dip. There you go. I gotta be honest. I don't know if you would consider it a dip shaw, but if you haven't had the bologna spread from the city meat market down in New Alban, mm. you are missing out on something Special. fantastic. Put in that life. on a cracker. Huh? Oh, good lord! Some wheat thins or some chicken biscuits or whatever they. It doesn't you know matter. what else is top notch? If you do from city meat market, get the smoked salmon and then make that into a dip shaw mm. with oh, like sure. scallions yep. and cream yep. cheese, cream cheese and sour cream and stuff, and you make that into a smoked salmon dip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're below. The first time we experienced it, Josh and his lovely bride Ellie visited with us up in Iron River when we were on vacation, and they brought a tub of it, and it was like one of those one of those two pound tubs, you know, not the short one, but the tall one. And I must have spent. I just I didn't even. I at some point I got rid of the crackers and I was just shoveling it into my fatness. I'm nice. like, here, fatty, eat some more because it's so, it's so good, dude. Mm. I mean, it, just put it in a bowl and I'll eat it like that. I don't even need the crackers, but. National Tortilla Chip Day, Shaw. There was a place in uh, when Mary and I were in college that did a happy hour, uh, and they always provided free warm chips and salsa. Well, we'd sit there and have a drink or two and eat as much of that oh, yeah, chips free. and salsa. And that was dinner, you know, because we were poor. Oh, yeah, it's free. It was free dinner. Got to mm-hmm. say yes to free. National Tortilla Chip Day. Enjoy some tortilla chips later on this afternoon, Shaw. I think I will. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. And uh, you got a Google window open, Shaw? You got a fresh, brand new, fresh Google? I can get one. Dean? Yep, I'm there. I want you. What? Oh, oh, I think I know. In the Google search, Shaw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Baby. B-A-B-Y. Okay. Shark. And then I want you to go to the news tab, not not the video. I don't want to hear that song, do I? No. Well, that's why you're going to the news tab. Okay. You got to get a look at this thing. This mutant of the sea. Oh. Yeah. Baby shark. Looks like a person. Yeah. Some fisherman in Indonesia dragged this mutant from the depths of the sea, and it looks like a friggin'... Human being's face on a baby shark. Yeah, do, 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 do. Baby shark. I'm never going in the ocean. I always said I wasn't going in the ocean. Now I really mean it, Shaw. I don't want to even. I don't. I don't know if I'd rather encounter a regular shark over this. Or one that looked like a person. Well, Hell, it's no. only about the size of a human hand. So I don't it's want, not very big. I, yeah, but I don't want that thing swimming up near me. 
breathing its mutant air all over me with its mutant face. It looks like it's from outer space. Oh, dude, it looks like something got left here after the aliens came down and stuck a thermometer up Cartman's ass. Oh. I'm going to preserve it. I think it's going to bring me good luck, huh. said the fisherman. Hell no. Throw it back. <laughs> Throw it back. Well, it wasn't. They caught the mother and they cut it open and then this was inside mm-hmm. of it. So it's not. They didn't catch it. Again, if you're looking for something freaky and mutinish to look at this morning, it's, is that even a word? Mutinish? Mutinish? <laughs> I don't you get know. your point. Whatever. Everybody knows what I'm trying to. This thing is so weird. Images show large human like eyes as well as expressive mouth yeah. on the dead Eesh. pup that is smaller than a human hand. Eesh. I don't care how big that thing is. That's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> My home has been crowded with people who want to see the shark. Mm-hmm. By the way, eight mm-hmm. over eight billion views on a baby shark. Eight billion, Sean. Make that eight billion in two now. With a B. With a B. Friggin' mutant shark living there in the, ugh, creepy. No thanks, dude. I'm out on baby shark. Oh my goodness. Many people want to buy it, but I will preserve it instead. I think it will bring... Dude, you know what the luck is? Selling it now while the iron's hot. Two weeks from now, ain't nobody going to want to buy that weird-ass baby shark. Sell, <laughs> sell it now. Make yeah, your sell money. It, sell it, sell it, sell it. Cash in now while you still uh-huh. can, dude. Ugh. If you haven't seen it yet, get on the Google. Type in baby shark. Go to the news tab and you'll see it. put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Your shot at my morning show money, courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union. Only 10 bucks this week, though, Shaw. Yep. And as I mentioned to you earlier, not going to be quoting any of those weird-ass movies you've been watching. <laughs> not going to be doing that. Gene, do you have a guess? Do you think Shaw's going to know it or not today? What do you think? Mm, it's only 10 bucks. I'm not feeling a lot of pressure. No. You're going with no, huh? Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> Right in your face, huh, Sean? I guess. 608-784-0957 is the number. Caller 15 gets to play. You're killing me, Shaws. Who's this? This is Bob. Bob. All right, Bob. Are you familiar with how this game is played? Absolutely. All right, Bob. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not? No. You don't think he's going to know it, Bob. That's $10 of my morning show money if you're right. What would you do with 10 bucks? I'd buy a half a 30-pack. Oh. <laughs> Smart man, planning for the weekend right. or for Thursday night, whatever. Bob and Gene share the belief that you will not know this movie quote, Shaw. I, on the other hand, have faith in you. You do. I do. It is a uh, recognizable voice from an actor that I believe you've probably seen a lot of movies he's been in or involved with. Okay. It's not a very well-known quote, but I think it's enough that you'll get it. Okay. So listen closely, Shaw. Here we go. You're killing me, Shaw's. Ten bucks of my morning show money up for grabs. Here we go. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Did you hear that? You want to hear it again? Sure. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. You want to hear it one more time? Uh, Sure. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. I'm pretty sure that's um, Harold Ramis speaking there. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And you're right, I don't remember that specific quote, but it certainly would seem to make sense that that would be uh, from the movie Ghostbusters. Oh! The man, the myth, the legend, Scott Robert Shaw. He knew the movie quote. It is, in fact, Egon Spengler from Ghostbusters. Died on this day seven years ago, 2014. The late, great Harold Ramis, dead at the age of 69. Writer, director, actor... Involved in so many classics, Shaw, including Ghostbusters, Animal House, Meatballs, mm-hmm. Stripes, Caddyshack, right. National Lampoon's Vacation, Groundhog Day, Analyze This, several others. Uh, those are just the tip of the iceberg, but the great Harold Ramis dead on this day 14 years ago. And because of that, Shaw, you knew the movie quote. Nice. Bob does not get a half a 30 rack on my account. Sorry, buddy. You're going to have to his own. pay it for yourself. $20 next week of my morning show money up for grabs. That's Thanks more like it. you. Good job, Shaw. Thank you. Do Ray Egon. <laughs> <laughs>
I collect spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> I had a slinky once. Strained it. Right, Shaw? I don't remember that line either. That was in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, no wonder. The second one, which my wife apparently enjoys more than the first one. What? Yeah, I don't know. She said that to me, and I think we almost oh. got divorced. Oof. Yeah. We got a situation with the Bobs. You've seen Office Space, obviously. Yeah. We got a meeting with the Bobs. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of Bobs. And we have a situation with them? Yeah, the two Bobs out at Fort McCoy. Yeah. These two, the, did you hear the guy giggling in the background? I did. That's the other Bob, the oh. Bob with the good phone. Remember Bob with the yes, good phone? The great that phone. was him. From, from several weeks ago, these two Bobs are getting together and hanging out with each other, bobbing it up out there at the <laughs> fort. I just got an email for Workforce Wednesday from the other Bob. It says, good morning. This is Bob from Fort McCoy, the one with the awesome phone. I'm working with the other Bob that just made it through on your Killing Me Shaws. He bought a new phone to compete with mine, and it's crap. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nearly was as good. Right these two jokers are out there bobbing it up all freaking day. Is any work getting done out there? <laughs> They're doing work. Are they doing work? Uh, He's laughing in the background at him. He's sending emails. The bobs are bobbing it up out there. What the hell is going on? That's funny. These two guys. I got a meeting with the bobs later on. <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Hypothetical question, Shaw. You're what, 52, 54, 58? It's kind of you. Um, 50. Somewhere in there. Yeah, it's in there. In it's, there. it's in the ballpark. In the 50s? In Gene, the I know you're in your 50s. Uh, Barely, okay? I'm still in my One 40s. toe. You're, uh, you're both very old. Um, <laughs> in your 50s. But uh, if you could pick one age to be for the rest of your life, mm. what, what age would it be? Hypothetically speaking, of course. And you, you get to be this age... You know, you what, get forever? to I get to stay that age. No, until you die, which could be any time, right? So, but like, but I don't age. After you don't that. age, so okay. you get to be. Let's say you pick thirty-seven, right? Then you're thirty-seven mm-hmm. all the way up until you die, which you know, let's say is you know when you're eighty years old. So you got you know a few more years left, Shaw. But you don't get like all the old stuff that comes along with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you get to stay that thirty-seven up okay. until the the end. What would you choose? Um. I don't know, maybe 50. 50? Once the kids are out of the house. More time for dad, yeah. for you, for yeah, Shaw yeah. to focus on. More money in my pocket. Yep, all right. More time with the wife. Mm-hmm. Focus on the two of you as opposed to right. your, your stupid The kids. money to do things we want to do. Yeah, don't have to pay for them for the rest of your life. Right. They're gone. Gene? Ah, oh, man. You're not I'm, even there I'm... yet. You're going to be in your 60s before your kids move out. <laughs> <laughs> what that the hell does that really have harsh. to do with this question? Well, I think it's based on Shaw's answer. It sounds like it has a lot to do with the answer to the question. I would probably say like, oh man, this I'm struggling between late 30s and right. early 40s, but I would probably say early 40s. Really? Yeah. Well, I, you get as a girl, at least for me, you got to a certain age and you like you stop caring about the stupid dumb things that you used to care about, and that was a real like nice release. Your well, weight. just like what other people thought of right. me so much, right? Like you, you took You've pride in different ways. Yeah, yeah. You, you looked at your life in different ways, and but there was something to be said to that crazy oh. energy level of like thirty-two. So right. I might take that too. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. That's when I started having kids too, so it was magical. But what's up? What do they? The say? most common answer was thirty-six. By the way, yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say there's that. Yeah. You, you're, you're old enough to know better, but you're still young enough yeah, to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? True, right? I think uh, I, I would go early thirties. Um, I had yep, I had moved 30s. here in my late twenties, and I, after the first couple of years moving around a lot and trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do, and, and getting sued several times uh, for working here. Um, uh, after, all, <clears throat> after all that stuff came to an end, Sean, I kind of established myself in my early thirties. I, I those were the good old days for you, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, it's about hangovers. You know, like if I get drunk on a Friday night now, which by the way only it takes you know. Till nine o'clock, uh, you know, because I'm I get up so friggin' early. Uh, I got I got Saturday and Sunday are not fun days, you know what I mean? Both days, man, sometimes are are, are what's required to recover from that. In my thirties, wow. just in general, you had more energy. And well, in my early thirties, I, I, I miss that. Yeah. I could be out until you know nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night on a Tuesday or Wednesday and still get up and no come problem, do, right? do this show. Uh, you know, on, on short notice, but uh, nowadays, man, it's uh, it's not fun that hangover thing. Huh. But uh, I think early 30s, but uh, again, the most common answer 36? was 36, according to a recent survey. They also found out that more than half of people say they look around five years younger than they are and feel six years younger. 
my wife and I always laugh because people think we're not as old as we are, but I always tell them it's because we don't have kids, so we're not <laughs> aged by that. Um... 59% of people say they used to be obsessed with slowing down how they were aging, but now they're doing a better job accepting and embracing it, Gene. So accept mm-hmm. your 50s where you're at right now. I don't know. Mid-30s, are, I had yes, three right. young children <laughs> that were, you know, all I could do to get through the day, you know. Well, you started too damn young. Well. But now yeah. you've got a lot of life. Right, you exactly. Know what I mean? Like without kids. I was always jealous of those, you know, earlier in my life who... Hadn't had kids yet and had the freedom to go do all that stuff. Yeah, but then they're going to have them until right. they're wicked old. My, right. I had a kid I played baseball with when I was in my early teens, probably 14 or 15, Babe Ruth baseball, and and his dad was in his 60s, and he was an oopsie baby, you know what I mean? And he knew it. He's like, yeah, my parents got, you know, I was kind of an accident. He's like, and his dad's coming to these games, and he, this kid's in his early teens like me, and his, he's in his 60s trying to retire, and he's got a kid. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. man, what are you doing? Don't envy that. Oof, no thank you. Yeah, most people would say 36 uh, if they could pick one age to be for the rest of their life, Shaw. 36 too old. I had already met my wife and my life was over. You know what I mean? Like, when I was 31, I still had hope and possibilities and, chan- you know, a chance of happiness. And now life is just miserable. Oh, quit. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. And are you familiar with the term toilet plume? I don't believe I am. Gene? No. Toilet plume? P L U M E. Are you familiar with that? Cloud. Sort of, yeah. Plume is the obviously mist, a plume of smoke. When you hear the word plume, usually that's. The toilet plume is the droplets that get released into the yep. air whenever you uh, flush your toilet. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know where those droplets go, right? Into the air? Wherever they want. Under your poop brush. I went. Your poop brush. My poop brush. Toothbrush, poop brush, same thing. You're oh. brushing with poop. Your oh. poop Your poop is in your toothbrush, Shaw. All of it. Huh. Maybe you keep that in a different room. Yeah, Shaw. I'm just thinking about that. It's kind <laughs> of close to the toilet now that I think about move it. Move that to the bedroom, maybe? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, the sink is or usually right there. In the medicine cabinet, Where do you Shaw? keep your toothbrush? Probably in a little cup or something yeah, like right that? Yeah, right there in the sink next to the toilet. Yeah, so you flush that toilet after taking a big grumper, and the next thing you know, all those grumper droplets end up in the air, and they're just settling themselves on your towels, on your shower curtain, and on your poop brush. However, not as much uh, poo is going on your toothbrush as previously thought. Oh, good. Yeah, which is good, right? But you're still getting some. Uh, there was a study back in like the 60s or 70s, I think, that looked into the phenomena of toilet plume and uh, where these droplets go and getting poo all over your stuff. And now a new study says you probably don't have to worry about it as much. Uh, oh, good. Uh, Thanks. Researchers at Northwestern <laughs> University... <laughs> Analyze the bacteria on 34 used toothbrushes. So just random people that probably go to school there or in the department said, here's my toothbrush, analyze the bacteria. And that's what no, they thanks. did. They found lots of bacteria, by the way, on these toothbrushes, but not the type that you flush. The vast majority of the microbes they found in these 34 used toothbrushes were the type that live in your mouth and uh, on your skin, but so not in your guts. Yes. So your skin, your, your mouth, bacteria, anything around your face, obviously. Uh, some of the bacteria they also found does exist in your gut, but they say it's much more likely that those particles came from people's mouths mm. than the toilets. In other words, flushing probably won't fling fecal matter all over your bathroom. And previous studies have found that even if tiny amounts do get onto your toothbrush, it's not really a health risk. It's your own brew, Shaw. You're mm-hmm. fine. You can eat your own brew. You're good to go. Your own poo. It's huh. fine. Thanks, bro. So don't worry about your toilet plume, Shaw, getting on your poop brush. But... There are some tips for cleaning your toothbrush. Uh, One of them is obviously running it under very hot water before Mm -hmm. and after you brush your teeth. That makes sense. Clean it off. Uh, Another one is soaking it in an antibacterial mouthwash. Uh, Then there's also you can leave it in vinegar overnight, but then you got to like rinse that off. Yeah, don't want to taste vinegar. (laughs) Brush my teeth. There's several other uh, uh, things you can do. They say you can boil your toothbrush every once in a while to get the bacteria and funk off. Can I put it in the dishwasher? I don't think so, because it's plastic, right? You're not supposed to put plastic. Yeah, I put plastic in the dishwasher. Oh, well, that's just brilliant. <laughs> well, Tupperware's so, plastic, so right? I don't know if you're supposed to put your toothbrush no. in, the, in the dishwasher. No. I don't think you so. You can sure. boil it, though. I mean, boil it, yeah. yeah. You, you basically bring a you know, pot of water, or put it in a teacup and throw it yeah. in the microwave, yeah. nuke it for a couple minutes, and then boil it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do that on a regular basis. Or just swap out your toothbrush every day. Get a new one. Be like Puff Daddy. Every day. You know what I mean? You know what? Single-use toothbrushes. <laughs> 
How does that affect the turtles? Do they get a, they uh, choke yeah. on those right. damn things too, or what? Mm-hmm. What's the deal here? Melt them down, make one super toothbrush. <laughs> Check out the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com for more info on your poop brush, Shaw, for your teeth. You know, I can honestly say it's not something I've thought of until now. Well, Thanks. Seriously. I mean, Planting like, that seed. Boy, we talk about getting poo all over your phone when you're in there. You know, you do. I don't. When you're when you're candy crushing it, Shaw, and you make that flush. Don't do and that, Next thing you know, you got uh, fecal matter on your screen, and you're carrying it around the building, and you're showing Shaw videos. Mm. And, yeah. Never going to touch your phone again. What if my phone touches you? <laughs> you're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. I got, I got a, I got a problem, Shaw. Uh oh. I got a big problem. Is it your poop brush? No, poop brush not a problem for me. Okay. No problem with the poop brush. I keep the toothbrush in a separate bathroom. That's the benefit of having multiple bathrooms in your house. <laughs> okay, one for brushing and one for flushing. Look at this guy making yeah, up rhymes. You Boom! Just did Damn! That right in front of you. Get that guy an award. You should submit He's that to the WBA. Award. <laughs> hey, Ken Cooper, why don't you put that one <laughs> in your little packet? <laughs> No, I've got a problem, Shaw. What's up, dude? I like a vegan snack. You do? Really? A lot. What? Dude. It's okay. It's no, delicious. No, it's not. You shut your mouth. All right? <laughs> I'm struggling. Listen, I'm having mental health issues, struggling with this. It's a personal problem, and you're discrediting no, I'm not. my, pro- no, my I'm not. feelings. Yes, no, you I'm are. Not. All right, we're shutting her off. Can't deal with her. Shaw, I'm trying to I'm trying to open up to you here, bud. I, I see that. What's I'm, going on? I'm trying to have a conversation about my feelings. Let it out. Let it out. So there's a company called Harvest Snaps. And you may have seen them. You shop at festival, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of by the vegan aisle down there. At I the never end. go down the vegan aisle. Huh? I don't go down well, the vegan aisle. The, the village one, the, the one that we go to. The organic section? And- yeah, whatever that is. I don't know. The section where I don't shop. Yeah, me right? too. You go down the first aisle, it's ketchup and mustard, yep. mayonnaise, all the good stuff. And sure. then on the left, there's crap I don't look at. Right. However, these harvest snap things are like a, they look like a, a pea, a green pea pod, you know? Okay. But they're like a crispy air snack, right? They air fry them. I don't, I don't know. Anyways. They're, they usually have, like, you can get four of them for five bucks when they run their special at festival, and I'll pick them up because they're okay. They're a little healthier. Um, they don't have as much of the of the dusting on them that I like, uh-huh. you know, uh, but they're they're sufficient. Well, the other day I'm at festival, oh, and man. I come. I, oh, man. <laughs> How, go ahead. I know you really like these because you've had multiple bags now. I'm trying to get through this thing. <laughs> right? So on the end cap, they were on special, and they've got this new thing called crunchins, and they say bake not fried. Now they look like onion rings. Okay, they do on the package. And I'm like, oh snap! I love funyuns. Yeah, and it's made by these snap pea people that make the healthy so ones. It's gotta so be healthy funyuns. Some kind of healthy <laughs> onion. <laughs> some kind of healthy onion snack, right? I'm like, I love funyuns. They're 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 delicious. So I grabbed one of them, put it in the basket, right? Uh-huh. Finish my shopping, go home. I'm doing some work on the computer. I'm like, man, I'm, I want a snack. What do I, and I'm, I go upstairs and I grab this thing. And as I open it up, I look on the front. And then I realize, okay, now we've got a problem. Uh, they are, first of all, they're vegan. Uh, right. They're, they're gluten-free as well. Well, that's good. No, I have problems with these people. <laughs> okay. uh, they're baked, not fried. And they're not even onions. They're not made with onions. They're made. They're, it's a red lentil snack crisp. Oh. God damn, are they good? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you have mixed feelings about that, don't I you? I am struggling. I ate the whole bag that day. Why don't you go so hug good. a tree next, huh? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to hump all the trees on my on my backyard property. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to start eating grass. <laughs> I'm not going to have to trim the grass with my mower anymore. I'm just going to eat it and make salads out of it. <laughs> I don't think you eat. A whole new lifestyle for Brian. Oh, it's so good. It tastes so good, though. Why does it? it went, uh, well, you should just feel good about it, right? No, You're- I feel weird. But I can't <laughs> stop eating them. I just brought a bag in today, and I've eaten the whole goddamn thing already. <laughs> Oh, man, Shaw, they're so good. But they're good for you, so. Who knew a baked vegetable snack yeah. could be this delicious? I didn't have the courage to even try them. Dude, you got to grab a bag. I got four more at home. I wow. just bought a, I went there yesterday just to get more. Like, I had okay, some other this things. Is a problem. Would, yes, I know. <laughs> I had several other things I had to buy, but I, I was looking for them. They were no longer on the end cap, and then I'm like, oh, no, are they gone? <laughs> I was legit worried they were really? out. Seriously, I was they're feeding for them. Yes. Uh... They continue with their description on the back. Uh, no artificial flavors or colors, by the way. Uh, who knew a baked vegetable snack could be this deliciously crunchy? We did. That's because Harvest Snaps 
Always has vegetables as the first ingredient. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, they lost me. All right. Yeah, yeah you're better you, than everybody. They're shaped like onion rings. They've got shaped, sour cream flavor crispy, on them. And, and the delicious. It's only 340 calories per bag. I like they put that on there. How for many fatties. servings like, are in there? Well, there's three. There's two and a half servings per bag. It's okay. 130 okay. calories per serving. But if you have both the of whole the, thing, if you just eat the, the whole bag, me, I'm not going to not eat the whole bag. I'm I fat. saw you licking I'm, the flavoring out oh of the goodness. inside <laughs> of the bag. I might cut down the side of the bag, turn it inside <laughs> out, so like, I can get just all lick it. stick your whole head in there. Oh my god! You know the thing where you lick your fingers yes, and you put it in yeah. the bag in the corner yeah. on the bottom. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody looks at you in the car when they pull up to the red, and you're like, what? Judge your damn self. Don't worry about me. Uh, there is only, let's see, if I eat the whole bag, which I'm going to do, um, 19%, 15 grams of total fat. Does that mean of my daily intake? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. DV, is that daily value? Okay. Correct. It's not I bad. I never read this crap on the back, so I have no idea. Uh, so 19% of my total fat for the day. Healthier than Funyuns. Five uh, percent of my uh, saturated fat for the day. No gram, no grams of trans fat. I don't know. That's good. No cholesterol, Shaw. That's good too. Twenty percent of my sodium yeah, for the day. Pretty high in salt. Yeah, but you're not supposed to eat any sodium. I don't know. Fourteen percent uh, of my dietary fiber. That's good. Um, Eleven grams of protein. That's also good. No vitamin D, which the doctor says. There's worse need. things you could be snacking on. The ingredients are red lentils, rice. Canola oil, sour cream and onion seasoning, which includes salt, whey, tapioca, dextrose. What the hell? Natural flavor, buttermilk solids, as opposed to buttermilk <laughs> gases. Uh, onion powder, sour cream. Uh, the cream is, uh, by the way, non-fat milk culture. So if you're dairy or whatever, you got prop- parsley, yeast extract, non-fat, dry milk, spice. Uh, and then there's all the weird stuff that I can't uh, pronounce. But, uh, yeah, I got a problem. I, these freaking things are so good. You're going to be eating tofu soon. Oh, man. My buddy Ryan just texted me a bunch of laughing, crying faces at me. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. They got the sour cream flavor right. The sour cream and onion, that's part that's key. You know what I mean? It's good. Uh, Science Dave said, is this vegan snack safe for the intestines or your insides? I think it is, yes. He also said, get a good bacon snack instead. You got to capitalize the being bacon, first of all. Second of all, I did eat some bacon after I ate these because I, I felt really weird. I didn't know how to feel. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Ryan says, now I have to try them. Ah, piss. I'm sorry. They're good. I don't know what to tell you. I shouldn't like them, but they're good. They got the right amount of... Dusting on them. If it was just a snack in a plain bag and I didn't know it was vegan, I'd recommend them to everybody. I'm just letting you know that going into it, I didn't I didn't realize it was vegan and all this crap. And I hate that stuff. But apparently they they figured me out. They're coming for me, Gene. These vegans. (laughs) Morning sickness with Brian and Gene here on 957 The Rock. A lot of people suggesting that I eat a pound of bacon. Don't worry, man. The bacon is still in the menu. It's still happening. I'm eating a BLT for lunch. It's okay, but for whatever reason, I got a hankering for these things right now. They're good. Mm -hmm. Well, you're on to them, and you're kind of, you know, you're... I was really enjoying them right now, and then you might burn out a little bit. I was shocked, because those Harvest Snap pea things are fine, but they don't have enough... But this, this, the, they, they look got like little right. onion rings. Yeah, and they look like onion rings. And I, <laughs> I onions, a, they're little. They're little. I got funny. a problem with onion rings, man. <laughs> I love me some onion rings. Love them. I'll choose onion rings over mm-hmm. any other potato mm-hmm. any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Voice on Sunday, and the new crunchins, a vegan-friendly snack. Stop it! <laughs> you killing me, man. You gotta understand at my core Are of they my gone? existence. No, there's a few jingle jangling here in the bottom okay. of that pack, and I'm gonna finish them here. I did bring a couple of leftover pieces of pizza from last night. They got bacon and sausage yeah. and hamburger on there, so I'm gonna. But I, I'm, I'm very conflicted. You know what I mean? Like, well, you, they're good. They're good. Don't be conflicted. Do you want me to take them out of that package and put them in something else? I don't know what to think. <laughs> you just you liked them because they're good. It's okay. Hammy says if they have milk products in them, they are not vegan. You're safe now, Brian. <laughs> All right. Well, it does say on the back. It's got. It says contains milk. Okay. Somewhere in there. All right. Mm. I don't know. Either way, it's supposed to be healthy for you. And uh, they say we'd love to know what you think at Harvest Snaps. Love. <laughs> Too bad. I'll tell you what I think. 
I think you people are trying to mind control me. <laughs> not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. Not better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, and it's going to be really nice. So get outside, drink some beers, have a fire pit, do some grilling, whatever it is. Get outside. Spend some time in the outdoors, Shaw. 42 for a high today, 47 tomorrow. I think tonight, because there's been so much melting, we may try to move the vacation TV out onto the patio. Get a fire pit going and watch the Caminos starting at 7 o'clock as they live stream from the Sound Lounge in downtown La Crosse here at 201 State Street. That is your first thing to do in and around La Crosse this weekend. Check out the Caminos at AroundRiverCity.com starting at 7 p.m. Gonna be playing some jams. They are, and got a bunch of other uh, bands coming up, including Nightcap, Brittany uh, Styles. That's her band. They're coming up in March. Mm-hmm. Weathered Pigs in April. Now I hear Grant Bills, Billy Squire, Simple Minds. This is stuff you're gonna dig tonight. Uh, Jason's gonna be rocking yeah, uh, without his shirt tramp. on, taking his shirt off. Oh Wonder man! Kinda... Oh man! <laughs> El Camino's tonight. Uh, tonight. At AroundRiverCity.com. Mm-hmm. Now, you can find all of this information, by the way, on the Morning Sickness page at 957TheRock.com. Shaw, three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Obviously, it's going to be almost 50 tomorrow, so a lot of dog poop is going to get picked up in my backyard. And if you're looking to get out and have some fun on a Saturday night, what are why we doing? not hit up Bottoms Up on the north side for some karaoke with DJ Gomez. Going to be doing karaoke. They're uh, taking care of all your singing and dancing needs. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday... Because of all the melting, the ice skating has to happen indoors at the Omni Center. But the sledding can continue outside because there's still plenty of snow on the ground, and there's more coming on Sunday morning, apparently. So if you want to ice skate and sled at the Omni Center in Alaska, bring your skates, bring your mm. sleds. If you don't have Sweet. skates, rentals will be available. You can find out more information about skating and sledding at the Omni Center on Sunday by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Bring the kids out, have a good time, and uh, there you go. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, Shaw. Yeah, a little more outside activity than we've been able to experience. Oh, yeah. Find uh, a lot of events in the area at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you see uh, an event that you want to post there and you don't see it uh, on the website, you can post it for free. Submit your events for free at AroundRiverCity.com. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957TheRock.com and the 957 The Rock app.